When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what up? It's DK. Thank you so much for listening to the Mixing Music Podcast. I just want to do a quick plug about Antares and Autotune. Antares makes the original industry standard autotune that we all know and love the sound of. We are sponsored by them, so if you visit mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash autotune, we do get a small kickback from every purchase. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Please enjoy this episode. One, two, three. Hello, and welcome back to the Mixing Music Podcast. Do, do, do. I'm your host, DK, and with me today, as always, mm. I'm thinking of the name right now. Mm. His name is mm. Mm. <laughs> Daddy Long Leg Lou. <laughs> Damn, if I only that, had that's, long that's, legs. No, wait, hold on. That, we did the same one as last time. I yeah, said long leg You said long leg Lou. <laughs> but now this time you're a spider. Hmm. hmm. We already said luxury. Uh, we, did we say... Can I be Ludovica Lou? Ludovica Lou. <laughs> so, two names. Yeah. Your nickname is just an Italian nickname. Yeah. <laughs> I could be Italian for the day. All right, all right. I don't know what that means to be, but I could try to find out. All right. Uh, I think the best way that we should do this is if you're listening to the podcast and if you have good nickname ideas and you want to shout them out in hopes that we use them and we'll shout you out if you give me a good nickname for Lou, um, then go to the Discord. There's a link in our bio for the description of the podcast as well as for the episode, as well as on our Instagram page at Mixing Music Podcast, which we do not post content on, but... At least has a link to our oh, Discord, yeah. or go to mixingmusicpodcast.com and you'll find an invite to our Discord there. Join the Discord, and in the podcast channel, or in the general chat channel, give us a shout-out, and think of some nicknames for Lou. I'd really appreciate the help, as I spend zero time thinking about them. <laughs> so a great way to get a free shout-out here on the show. Um, thank you for so much for listening. We love y'all, and we're so grateful that you take the time Every day, today at least, to listen to the podcast. Um, We have grown and grown and grown since we started. This last week, without without any sort of pressure or reaching out, Vintage King has shouted us out on their email list, on the Vintage King email list. It's one of the best podcasts to listen to. Yeah. So amazing. And we've been on a couple other shows as well. Um, so we're really, really, really grateful for anybody that's listening. And honestly speaking, we appreciate and love everybody that has also left a five-star review on the page. 
uh, on the Apple Podcast. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, if you leave a five-star review, that really helps us a lot. And also, Lou is playing some sort of a video right now on his phone and leaving it on the desk for me to watch, and it is really confusing me <laughs> and slowing me down, and I have no idea what is going on. What is that? So that's Wilhelm Scream, the song I mentioned in the last episode where I was like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I finally found it. I finally found it. A week later, it's James. A week Blake, later, in the middle uh, of Wilhelm my intro, scream. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's been a week. I'm sure people feel like that once in a while. You you want to remember something, and then a week later, when it's no longer relevant, welcome you to remember. Welcome to Mickey the Podcast, where the both the hosts are extremely ADHD. We are professional tangent goers. I think that's what it is. I think so. We we go on tangents professionally. I think this is what helps with the podcast. I, I really think, I hope it does. Well, I mean, you wouldn't be here listening to be, to the show if you weren't slightly okay with it. But <laughs> And by slightly, we mean like barely okay with it. <laughs> so today we have a good episode. Uh, this is a requested episode. I'm going to pull up the Instagram account of the person that has requested this. And this is actually very helpful for people like us with ADHD. Yeah, if, if you... Uh, yeah, to like find topics or, or no, like no, to no. talk this things out. This specific topic actually helps a lot of people like us who could be scatterbrained very oh, easily. Oh, yes. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. in fact, this is actually what makes or breaks if I'm organized in my business or not. Yeah, for real. First off, um, follow us on Instagram. Lou, you're at Midside Sound. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm at DK Mixes, D E E K E I Mixes. You can always ask us questions on there, also on Discord. Um, we always have people asking us questions or doing like some some uh, podcast topic recommendations and whatnot. We really appreciate those. We may not get to your topic or we may not find that it's valuable to a larger audience, but we definitely source a lot of our topics that we use from the podcast, uh, from Instagram or from Discord. So we really appreciate anybody that's on there. Actually, I can't find, I cannot find the person that recommended this. Maybe it was on Discord. I'm going to find it in the middle of the show and I'm going to shout them out. Um, but... Uh, this podcast topic recommendation is about file management, how we organize files in our probably in our hard drive, in our computers, during our sessions, pro- possibly go into sources and ways to back up files, how to send oh, yeah. files to clients, just managing files. As files is our, how do you say, that's our art. Like, mm-hmm. I am the artist, and artist is the painter, but the file is the canvas, and people buy the canvas. They don't buy Leonardo da Vinci. They buy, they buy the Mona Lisa. So the files are important. That's a really weird... I don't know if I buy this description of it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> But totally. I mean, realistically, files are bread and butter at the end of the day. We get sent files to work on, and we send files back. But how well we can keep main maintenance on these files as far as like, hey, if somebody calls you right now, you're in France, and they're like, hey, I really need these stems. What do I do? Like, can you send them to me? It's like, nope. Sorry, I'm on another side of the country. Well, if you had online file systems or we could talk about backup systems, analog systems like actual hard drives, RAID systems, anything. But overall, how can we simplify our work by having better file management? How can we better deliver or receive projects with better file management. Yeah, so, Lou, let me ask you first before I talk about how I do it. Mm-hmm. You have hard drives. Lots of them. Yeah, as every as any professional would. Let's first talk about the importance of knowing lifespans of oh, hard yeah. drives. So there is the regular hard drive, which is a disk, 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's like 52, 50, 52, 5400 RPMs, the regular yep. one. Yep. And if it doesn't say anything on the box or on the case, then it's probably the regular slow hard drive. Yep, it's with, usually 5400 RPM once you buy at like Target or something. It's the cheap ones. Yeah. It's the three terabyte for $100 at Costco as well. Five terabytes. Five now. terabytes for $100 yeah. at Costco. These are great, but you don't use them to run sessions because there's not the, the transfer speed of data is not fast enough, right? Exactly. Now, you can store things to it, but it's also going to take a while for you to store it. Do you use 5400 speed regular-ass hard drives? I do, but as like a cheap backup. Uh, something that you keep in your closet, some, something that you can keep somewhere where you know that worst, came to wor- uh, worst thing happens, you lost your main hard drive, you have a backup of it at home. But it's not a hard drive you're about to rely to use or anything. Yeah, so that's probably the first mistake we see a lot of people make is they pick the cheapest hard drive, and they'll find that their session, if, especially if they're recording, oh yeah, um, the session will like just stop. Pro Tools or Ableton or Logic will just constantly crash. They'll say that you need more hardware buffer speeds and things of that nature. Yeah, and that know. partially is because of transfer speeds, like how exactly. fast data can get in and out of that hard drive, especially if you're running your sessions off your hard drive. Um, the second type is the the more popular of the cheaper is the 7200 speed. If oh, you're yeah. buying a 7200 disk uh, hard drive, it will say it on the box or somewhere in the description. If there's nothing said on the description, it is a 5400 speed RPM. It specifically has to say 7200, and it's the fastest of the disk speed. So it's the literal speed of the spinning disk, and that uh, the transfer speed is much faster. Yep. And have you used those before? 7200? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Back when uh, G Drive, uh, Glyph, um, Lassie, and all of them were popular because, you know, it was, still wasn't in the SSD realm yet. Um, I was using those, and uh, that was back when, like, Firewire was still heavily in use and everything. Thunderbolt 2 was in use. Uh, but typically speaking, you'd find a lot of Firewire drives having 7200 RPM. And those were great. They were solid for, for transference. And then you could also talk about when it comes to hard drives, uh, the way the actual information is transferred. Like FireWire was simultaneous back and forth, read and write. Mm. While FireWire was a big deal when it came yeah, out. Because USB, even to this day, is actually read then write. Huh. It's actually a one-way process. So because of that, it's slower at doing both at the same time. But FireWire was significantly faster, and now which Thunderbolt. is why now Thunderbolt is just, it's Ethernet, basically. It's extremely fast. That's wild. So we like there is a reason why the Thunderbolt mm-hmm. hard drives are more expensive. We'll get into that a little bit later. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the last type, which is the type, type that we personally use, and most higher-level professionals will use. It's not the most expensive type, but there are ways to work around it as far mm-hmm. as price. Um, is solid-state drives. Solid-state, there is no spinning disk. It's literally just some sort of, like, piece of plastic. And it's a flash drive. It's it's amazing. It's a big flash drive. And yeah. read-write speeds are, or transfer speeds are really, really fast because have there's you, no disk. Have you ever had to transfer, like, on a backup from your SSD to one of those 5,400 RPM yeah. drives? And have you ever, like, sat there and went, like, wow, this is going to take forever. But then, like, you do it SSD to SSD, and you're like, wow, that was fast. Exactly, exactly. So, um, and then there's negatives, too. For example, if you lose... SSD is actually lower in lifespan. I thought they were longer. No, they're lower. 
Really? And they can actually I've be never, damaged more easily. Oh, they could be damaged more easily, yeah. but assuming that they never move. Assuming that they never move and that they stay in optimal temperature and everything. SSDs last longer. Yeah. But, okay, so, but... But if that, it's a traveling drive, you have a lot more to risk. Yeah, that's true. And if you lose data, like, on a spinning disk drive, mm-hmm. um, if you drop it or if there's a file corruption or some sort of malware on it, you can recover... You yep. can send it somewhere, and they can recover the drive, partially. Yeah. If you're on a solid-state drive and that shit dies, you're done. That's it. That's it. Boom. Good, good job. You better, you wish, uh, you had better pray that you backed it up oh, yeah. and had good systems. Um, but that being said, we both use SSD drives because they are that much faster. It's worth the risk. And also, we have good habits of constantly backing up our hard drives. Oh, yeah. I could be better with all that stuff. I could be backing up more often, um, but I have. Uh, file pass, which we'll talk about later. Oh yeah, that and you I have put at me least... onto that, and it's been saving my butt a couple times. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, there's a there's also a bunch of software out there that'll if you have two drives plugged in, it's like paid software. I forgot what it's called. There's like websites that also offer it. Um, it'll oh. automatically back up. X Synchronize was one that I used to use a lot. I mean, I think like the Dropbox thing does it too. Like it'll automatically sync yeah. up your hard drive to a Dropbox folder. If you tell it to focus on your hard drive on a specific computer, every time you plug it in, it'll recognize and uh, start making a duplicate onto Dropbox. And this is the only reason why this is the only aspect of Dropbox that I like. Otherwise, I hate Dropbox. Never ever send me Dropbox file if you can avoid it at all costs. And also don't send me retransfer because chances are, if DK can attest to this, if we're really, really busy, we might not get to your files for like two weeks. And WeTransfer only lasts like one. So your, your yeah, files like are lost, but you're going to have to send it to us again. Yeah. Anyways. FilePass, on the other hand, has been amazing for that. Or honestly, like a Google Drive link, as long as you give us permissions for it. Oh, and put it in a zip file because not every computer. And you can do Dropbox. Can, you can do Dropbox. Yeah, I'm if just... you do Google Drive, to be honest, uh, do it on a zip file. I've seen so many times where people upload a folder. You try to download the folder, and it tries to download like 20 different folders with duplicate files and all kinds of issues. Google Drive has a major issue. Zip your files before sending them. Okay, this is actually a really good cross way into um, file into sending fi- file sending. So yeah, if you're sending files, receiving files, zip your files. Which, by the way, go to mixingmusicpodcast.com. At the top of the page, there's a tab called Free Stuff. You can download a mix prep guide that I created for my clients. You can use this and copy-paste, send it to your clientele. I have a whole list of ways that clients can better format their files before sending it to their engineer. And uh, mm. I'm going to go over, especially the file part of the thing, Best best way to do it. If you're on Pro Tools, you'll notice, and Logic, if you're on a specific setting, it doesn't default into this. Logic has one single file type. The default is one single file type with all of the audio files and session backup data compacted into that single file logic session. Yep. Uh, in, in Pro Tools, it's not that. It's, uh, and I think a lot of the other um, project file types do that as well, where the audio files, the backup, the actual session, the data, and if you use Melodyne, the Melodyne data are all in separate folders in the name of the session folder, like the mm-hmm. folder that's in the name of the session. So if you're sending us stem, so we're not, we're not talking about sending sessions, like a Pro Tools session. First off, if you do send a Pro Tools session, zip the folder that contains all of those folders, not just the audio files, not just the PTX session. Send the folder, all right? Or, and or just remember this, if you're doing Melodyne and you haven't committed it, 
commit it or also send the Melodyne folder in that folder. Yeah. Send because it. Melodyne creates a folder with all the audio that it's rendered. Exactly. That's super important. Um, but let's say you're assuming you're sending stems. What you need to do, and, and I will say no and send the files back and say you need to spend time doing this. And also I will take it personally and I will be offended if you send me files that are named Audio Track 1, Audio Track 2, Audio oh, Track yeah. 3 with no name of the artist or the song anywhere and your email is doodleblops323 and I'm going to be like, who the hell is this song? And I pull it up and all I hear is like snare tracks and I hear five snare tracks. I am going to talk about you on the podcast by name, Jacob. No, I'm just kidding. I have no client named Jacob that's done that. Wait, isn't there a producer, my best friend Jacob or something like that? Uh, that's true. That's funny. I hope it's not you, Jacob. No, I, nobody's like, I'm, <laughs> there's no specific person named Jacob that has done that to me. But, but there are people that have done that to me. And that's I definitely. That's one thing I'm not going to miss in mastering. Oh, man. Do not do that. Okay. Yeah. So, what? How about this, Lou? If I sent you, if I was your client, mixing, okay. mixing, right? All right. Hypotheticals. Here hypotheticals, we go. Hypotheticals. Here we go. And I, excuse me, and I sent you files. I sent you a zip folder. The mm-hmm. zip folder. Is the name of the song, underscore, name of the artist. Mm-hmm. You open it up. Mm-hmm. Then you have demo. The demo mix mm-hmm. as a wave or MP3. Mm-hmm. And another folder that says tracks or stems. Mm-hmm. You open that folder up. And every single file is named correctly and in order. Mm-hmm. Without the artist or song name on the file, it's just yeah. kick one. If there's yep. two, that feels good. Honestly, that's the kind of client that if they ever gave me return business, they might get a discount. Ooh. Because you're saving me time, which is saving me money, which in turn I can make back by being able to do my job faster. And you would actually have a faster turnaround time than me sitting there for two hours having to listen to everything and then say, wow, that sounds like a fart. Title of the track, Fart. <laughs> I think the, one of the worst feelings in the world, especially for me, the, us, the kings of ADHD in the podcasting realm, I think, I think Losing that- Losing focus? I think that like when you, when you finally sit down and you're focused or ready to work, you're really excited, you pull it up and- Either the Wii transfer has expired or the everything's been named wrong or yep. the bound, the way that it's been bounced is incorrect and you end up not being able to work on this any anything that day. Like that's like that sucks and that kinda like ruins the rest of your focus. Yeah. So what I've been doing is I batch a group of mixes per day and I'll say, Cool, I've got all these clients, I've got these deadlines. All right, I need to finish these this day, these this day, these this day. But the moment that one of those uh tracks in the batch is not organized or labeled properly, and I have to spend two, three hours just trying to organize the whole thing. Let's say, have you ever gotten this? I know I've received this multiple times. I'm sure you have too. Another hypothetical? Another hypothetical. Okay, I'm ready. But true in the past. Hypothetical, Uh though. Uh, I'm your client. I send you a song to mix. No reference track. You've never heard the song before. I send you stems. Audio 1 through 99. And and none of the tracks are leveled out. So they're all normalized. They're all either normalized or extremely quiet or extremely loud or a variation of the two. So even if I just hit play, everything's distorted. Everything sounds, yeah. Or the stems were not properly 
bounced in place. They were consolidated, but not to time start. Oh, not to time start. I've oh received that in the past. Gosh. How would you I feel will, in that I moment? Will, I will be like Homer. My hands will be like Homer to Bart Simpson's neck, <laughs> and I will strangle you. <laughs> if I know you in person, I'm friendly with you. I will not let you dishonor me like that. <laughs> I will take that personally. The sad part is I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt, which is, okay, they don't know their DAW as well as maybe they should have. But even then, no, no, you no, could have no, no. tried to verify this info by calling in advance and saying, hey, since we're going to be working together on this, I want to make sure I send it right. How do I send this right versus just sending me gibberish? Hey, you know how to have higher EQ or at least pretend like you have a higher IQ? Mm-hmm. How to have higher IQ or pretend like you have higher IQ? Okay? Okay. If, if think about me or someone that's easily upset by mm-hmm. stupidity <laughs> your dad all right your all right. dad is he <laughs> all right all right and uh if your dad is gonna say google it then you're dumb for asking you you should google yeah. things if you take a time and you you you're honest with yourself and you don't know how to do something you should google it and if you google it before asking how to do it or, and, and like also, so if you can recognize that you don't know how to do it and you Google it, at least, as something so simple. I mean, if it's something that needs expertise, you should call me. You should call yeah. one of us, you know, but, but like, if it's like how to bounce files, dude, bro, I don't even use your DAW. Google it, dog. Yeah, my favorite one that I've been asked before is like, hey, so how do I send you files from GarageBand? I'm like, I'm not really sure, but there should be some level of like export tracks as individual there's, files. There's a whole YouTube channel called GarageBand and Beyond that probably has explained it 20 times. Yeah, probably. The funny thing is, uh, even though I did go to college for audio, um, YouTube University is one hell of a school. I think I learned more from YouTube than I ever did in college. And let's talk about like... College is more for theory instead of practical. College, exactly. they, don't, they don't spend the time to teach you how to bounce files. I remember uh, I talked to, uh, before I went to college, I asked somebody who I trusted if I should go to it, if it was a smart idea to do it or not, because they had already won a Grammy. They were doing live sound, and uh, they were my superior. Wait, wait, they had job. already won a Grammy, and they're wondering if they should go to school no, for No, no, it? no. I asked them if I should. Oh. Yeah. As, by as, this person who has already won a Grammy. Yeah, I was 21, 22 at the time. And I was really considering, should I go to college? He told me the best way to look at it is if you're looking to work in this industry, you don't need it. Nine times out of ten, the producers you see winning Grammys didn't go to college for production. They just learned. Either had a history of playing different instruments and learned production. Or they took sociology. Or they went to an intern. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, they went to an internship and learned from other producers uh, how to do it in real time. But... If you're looking to go to college, it's because you want to sharpen the knife. You want to actually know the theory behind something. You actually or want the to networking. Be, I mean, the networking school. But I'll be honest, um, I can maybe name five people from my school that actually succeeded. Out no, of I mean the, like like three hundred people that did. Proper recording school. Okay. If like a prop, like my school is not a proper recording school. It mm-hmm. was this music school. But I went to a proper one. And they didn't help you out with an internship. They didn't like hook you up, or at oh, least no. have the opportunity to hook you up. No, uh, to be honest. The school I went to, I won't name them by name just because everybody knows who they are. Oh, no, no. They have campuses around the world. Around the world. they really did not help you hook you up with an internship. No. In fact, they lost my hours. Yeah, so I I won't name them by names or anything, but 
you know, there was there was a lot of shady stuff going on. Yeah. So, on that note, um, whether you knife, go to school, to school or not, you should go to school. You should graduate college because it shows that you can eat shit, and you get paid more if you're the type of person that can eat shit. And to be honest. I, I really love having good tech talks with people that I consider working with because it just makes me believe I can trust you a little more in a technical job. And I think that to a certain degree, with balance, I say this with balance, mm-hmm. I don't think it's totally wrong to do something to appease your parents. Oh, no. No, because usually they're looking out for your best interests, not for their own best interests. Now, some of, y'all, some of y'all parents, and I can attest to this on a personal level, some of y'all parents are crazy it oh, yeah. should be ignored at all costs. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, your your parents are probably not one of them, Jared. <laughs> no, it's it's kind of wild though. Like one of the things that you know, going back to the subject, one of the things that we did go over in college was literally file management because. They even say, like, hey, look, we're going to teach you how to record on tape. We're going to teach you how to record on ADAT. And we're going to teach you all the errors that existed in each format. But now that we don't have to deal with ADAT or tape, we don't have to have a climate-controlled room for tape to not fucking destroy itself in. We don't have to have our ADAT tapes away from magnets, which don't keep your hard drives next to magnets, people. Terrible idea. But it's not as sensitive as an ADAT tape. Wait, my computer stand is just a large magnet i'm just kidding (laughs) honestly i'd say that's hilarious (laughs) but uh the cool thing is that with hard drives the worst case scenario is your house burns down to the ground with your hard drive in it or you lost it or less likely it actually failed on you which is funny i've never actually had a single hard drive fail on me before backing it up and even then i've only had one hard drive fail on me in 10 years but the day it did fail on it I had files from like, um, and I think it's okay to say this because it's not like I'm saying anything specifically, but I had files from uh, Keisha Cole, Ari Lennox, and g on it. Imagine if I didn't back that drive up. Yeah, you'd be effed. Oh my God, I'd be so screwed. But the day that thing died, going back to the disc thing, I managed to not only have a backup already, so I was able to keep working. But my friend, who's a computer tech, was able to restore the files because it was a spinning disk, uh, 7200 RPM Glyph drive. And Glyph themselves actually has a lifetime warranty, but I didn't have time to ship it out. So I found the nearest computer tech that I knew, my good friend. Uh, He goes, I think, Music Man Engineering. This is tag on Instagram. But um, he was able to recover all my files for me. So, Wow. You know, literally, it was one of those safety net things like, the drive that I was relying on for the longest. Uh, How often was do you buy a new drive? Uh, every six months. Okay. Uh, main reason is this. Me too. I have way too many files to be risking. So uh, also the speed of the hard drive uh, is alters based on the size of the hard drive. Exactly. The higher the size, the read write and and transfer yeah. speeds are much slower. So yep. Um, I get five hundred gigabyte. Yep. SSDs every six months. Yeah, and I and I fill that sucker up, yeah, and then so I totally, totally sploosh it, completely carbon copy that shit back yep. onto my regular Costco hard drive that I don't use for anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I either reuse it again or I get a new one. Usually, I get a new one. So, if you guys know anybody that I can reach out to for extreme online storage sizes, 
And by extreme, I mean like I have, I think about fifty terabytes worth of sessions, like on different drives. Especially tracking, dog. Tracking yeah, I have dog. I have about ten five terabyte drives that are all almost completely full, and uh, I'm kind of tired of buying hard drives. So one of the other file management systems that I'm considering is cloud storage. The only thing that scares me about it is the fact that you have to pay monthly for it. And when you stop paying for it, your files are gone. That is scary. I think that's scarier than your house burning down, because let's say that you forget. No, no, there's some websites that'll like probably do ba- some other ways of backing it up. No, no, no I'm sure. But like, like, if you, if you, if, if, I, for, if I never cr- want to think about it, and I just put it on like a credit card, and I didn't, and you, for, you cancel it or something, you I, about I, it, it accidentally auto cancels because I got a new card and I didn't know. And then, yeah, no, that, okay, I did not think about that, and now you're scaring me. me. Let's not talk about this. This is scaring me. (laughs) No, we should talk about it in the sense of, like, cloud storage is an option. Dude, this is like a thriller movie. (laughs) This is thriller. No, no, not like that. No, no, I know what you mean. I mean, let's be honest. Michael Jackson also made movies out of every freaking music video. Yeah, he's so good. I showed you the music video where he's, like, this Egyptian Egyptian entertainer one, where he's like, ooh, ah, ooh. They just like gave him a break just to moan. <laughs> I love MJ. Dude, All he's right. such an entertainer. So um on that note, okay, so real quickly, let me just read through my hard drive how I do it. This is not the right way to do it. I do not have the insight on how everybody else does it, but this is how I do it. On my hard drive, which I replace, I have a bunch of main master files in all caps. Samples for like sample packs that I do. DK and Kaiko for my children's book files and recording sessions. Because I, I, I wrote a children's book, and I'm going to write more with my wife. Uh, commercial, which is uh, the commercial files. And then I, and when I click on that, it goes into the different companies that I do, like label sessions and stuff. Um, I have mixing files, so all of my mixing clients. Then it goes into the, the client names. And inside each client name is the session files, the audio, the song, the song names. Um, I have tracking as well, tracking file, which, again, goes into all the tracking clients. Uh, songwriting for songwriting clients, podcasts for the different podcasts, so it's just this one and one other, um, which we'll announce and talk about on a different date. It's not ready yet. Um, and then my personal DK file, which is like songs that I've done for myself if I ever get back to and finish it. I used to be an artist at one point, and uh, I still sing, and I know some of y'all have heard my music. He's still an artist, just not releasing content. If you, if you know DK well enough, you realize he's, he's just like any other artist. He's weird. I love it. Thank you. I'm weird. Thank in you. In a positive I th- I think, way. I think that was like the best compliment you've ever given me. Aww. DK is weird in a positive way. Thank you. I'll take that. I'll definitely take that. That's like my goal. Like truly. Like not being sarcastic. I want to be weird. I want to be able to be brave enough to break the norm. I'm just I'm just a little fairy. Okay, real oh, story. A little fairy. Hold on. Got Wait you. a second. Wait a second. Have you have I told you the story? I'm Which telling one? the story. Okay. In middle school, there uh-huh. was a girl that I liked, and she and her friend wanted to go trick-or-treating. She invited me. So mm-hmm. three people, two girls and a dude, me in middle school, heck That's yeah, my hormones had already hit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, was, I was trying to go trick-or-treating with two girls. And here's what they said. DK, we've already decided what we're going as. I was like, what are you doing? She's Peter Pan, and I'm Captain Hook. And I'm like, well, damn, I guess there's only one other option, and I went as Tinkerbell for Halloween that day. I'm dead serious. <laughs> hey, you know what? I think in your shoes, I would have done the same. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then during that day, while we were trick or treating, um, some uh, some dudes. I had a hat on to cover my short hair, so 
some dudes on the other side of the street in the middle of the night. They couldn't see us quite well, so they were like, they were like catcalling us, like, "Hey, hey, oh, look at you, cuties!" And then, granted, I'm a middle school boy, and I don't have the lowest voice to begin with at my age now. But as low as I possibly could, I respond, hey, guys, what's up? From across the street. <laughs> they're like, ooh. <laughs> they ran off. <laughs> I, f- I totally forgot the story. I was telling the story to my wife last week. We were cracking up together because I totally forgot about it until last week. I've done a lot of things in high school in the sake of dating. And I got to say, I'm not always the proudest of them. But I'm also <laughs> very proud of the initiative I had. That. <laughs> Brought me desperate to, to, or or creative, both desperately oh creative, gosh. creatively desperate. Oh, to be fourteen again. Oh my god, to be confused in class as to why it won't go away. Oh my gosh, we're <laughs> done. We're done. We're done. All right. On that note. On that note. Uh, Can we have like an management. audience applause to that one? Yeah, like, there you chuckle? go. There you go. <laughs> so on that note, uh, Lou, how do you manage your files? Um, it's a combination of three things. Um, so I do everything on a Samsung T5 drive and I have it auto backup to unfortunately Dropbox for now. And I say unfortunately for a reason. It's just that I don't like how clunky the user interface is. Uh, if there's a better one, y'all let me know because I would love like a solid extreme size file storage. Hey, hey, on Lou, you know what you should do? Network thing, huh? You should Google it. <laughs> I should Google it, right? <laughs> That's the thing. I've I've Googled a bunch of things, but it's hard to tell which no, ones. No, no, you're are right. Like, you want some reviews of someone. That I, has I want. Experience. It's just like engineers in our industry. We're gonna an artist is gonna ask another artist. Hey, do you know any mixers that you trust to like really mix a song? Yeah, it's not about what it sounds like. It's like what you trust. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. I'm teasing you. I'm so teasing you. Uh, outside of that, uh, Samsung T5 for the hard drive storage for whenever I'm moving room to room because what I like about it, and this is a big thing for me, I I do work with local people all the time, but I also work with you know some pretty regularly known names. Um, with that said, they don't want their files leaked. So if I ever lose the hard drive, I want a password on it. So the T5 drive allows me to actually input a PIN on it so anytime i connect it if you don't have my password it's just not going to open the files it's not going to tell you what's in it um unless unless i pay you how much six hundred dollars oh no that's a little bit too low for me but we did, can talk did about, we talk it about on the last show how i got bribed to leak some files yeah. this last <laughs> this last month but see that was that was a requested bribe i we were, we were joking and saying i should i should say take the money and then block <laughs> yeah. it's like then uh leak files that aren't even of the song artist <laughs> yeah i'm gonna send him farting noises <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i'll do the t5 drive just for the security and how fast it is and it's an ssd so it's dumb fast um, I've never dumb fast. Okay. Like, no. <laughs> but um, it's so fast that I've never had Pro Tools crash on me because of it. Um, then uh, outside of that, the cloud storage. And lastly, anytime I'm done with a project, uh, DK actually put me onto this even before the podcast. And I'm really glad that the podcast is sponsored by FilePass because um, it actually alleviated three issues that i've had in the past what are those three issues lou uh file management for masters and bounces for mixing and mastering payment from clients and making sure there's a way for me to easily access completed projects if i'm ever asked to resend them in the future or revisions too revisions too yeah but that's kind of the crazy thing like okay so four things really and it keeps solving other issues uh for instance um 
like uh, I won't say like what project specifically, but like I've been working with uh, Darko lately, um, Bob Horn's friend, um, and mastering some tracks for him. Um, you guys will hear some of the releases soon enough, but. It's really nice to not have to charge up front and put a paywall in front of the download. They can't download the files until they pay. But let's say that the song's not done yet. Let's say they have some notes for you. They can leave timestamp notes or just general notes on the link. And it will email me every time they say, oh, can I get a little bit less of 2K around the chorus? Like, can you automate 2K down? It's like, all right, cool. No worries. Send them off a new one the next day. And Voila, they're so happy with it, they could just pay for it on the link. If uh, if you have clients that you need a deposit from, you can create a deposit amount and then a final payment amount, and they still can't download it until the final payment is made. It's, it's a really easy way of sending files out and securing your payment before they can download it. I had my doubts about it at first. I think I had told you about them. I'm like, you know, there's people out there that will find a way. But that hasn't been an issue yet, and I'm really glad to say that it's alleviated a lot of the payment stress involved with sending files out to clients. And because of that, too, since there's a link for it, I can actually be anywhere, not have to worry if I have a laptop or access to my hard drive or something, or if I have an assistant at the studio to say, hey, I just got a call. Somebody's asking for these masters to the song. They seemingly lost them. Can you resend them to them? I could just go on my phone log in and actually just send a file out. Mm -hmm. I really like that. You you saved my ass on that one by bringing file pass to me. So on that note, let's talk about our sponsors real quick. So I think while we're talking about this, go to mixingmusicpodcast.com and sponsors link. Um, if you go directly to filepass.com, we won't get credit for it. So um, please go to our link. We appreciate it. Mixingmusicpodcast.com. Go to our sponsors. Com. Click on file pass. Um, and yeah, file pass is absolutely amazing. Our number two sponsor... Uh, big shout out, big, big shout out to our favorite, Isotope, who loves us and we and love I them. I love them. Oh my God. Ozone. Oh. Thank oh, you so much for so sponsoring good. the show, Isotope. Um, go to isotope.com backslash MM podcast to get 10% off your next order or, and or, and slash or, and slash or, get the first month of their monthly subscription model free. First if, month free. If you guys do that, I highly suggest you check out a lot of their vocal plugins. Um, like, uh, what is it? Is it Spreader? I know there's the Doubler, but they have one that's like a stereo imager. Yeah, the regular imager? Yeah. That thing is nice. I like it. Like if you're just Thanks, using, <laughs> No, no, no. Use their Doubler, then use the their imager after it. And you would be surprised as to what you can actually hear going on there. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, that's a really good idea. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for shouting. shouting. Wait, we're shouting them out. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show, Isotope. Isotope. We love you. We use you. I mean, I <laughs> want you way. still. We will use you all the time. <laughs> like, and, every uh, time I think of Isotope, I think of that song, Suddenly... <laughs> <laughs> so on that note please 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 don't forget to leave a like follow five star review whatever your platform allows playlist this episode whatever it is and we're really grateful y'all listening to this episode if you have any questions join our discord join the discord please if you want to hire lou for mastering please do uh you can hit lou up at lou at in the mix studios.com if you want to hire me for mixing you can hit me up at 
dkmixes at gmail.com. Now, if you wanted to spell or our Or go names, to dkmixes.com. Go yeah. to dkmixes.com, request a quote. Yeah. Actually, I think uh, we also have, no, maybe not. In the Mix Studios, you can also find us there. I think we have the services posted there. Oh, I need to update In that. general, I think we need to, um, which we'll get them updated. But for now, hit us up directly. In the future, you'll be able to book the studio, book mixing and mastering all from the same site. It'll be awesome. Yee! So happy mixing, my friends. Don't lose your files. Back everything up. Google your questions. Happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. One, two, three. The Mixing Music Podcast is proud to say that we have a lot of free resources outside of the actual podcast. Visit mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash links to find access to our free PDFs and free resources. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.